This is the Violent Professional Podcast. <laughs> You're here for another episode. Oh, the power of Christ compels you. Oh, this episode is it is is sponsored by Evil Vibes. <laughs> Satan is in the room tonight. I don't know how many of you guys just got turned off by that. Um, this episode's going to be super dope. It's highly anticipated. I, I know that it is. And uh, for some of you, you've been waiting a long time for this fucking book review. Um, and it's not just going to be a book review. It's going to be a little bit of history, um, torture, mayhem, craziness. Because I'm a man of the fucking people. All right? I'm a man of the people. Um, I know what you guys want. I did a little, uh, I checked back to see which episodes were the most awesomely uh, reviewed episodes. Which episodes were the ones you guys uh, responded to the most? Um, Which episodes did I have a great fucking time uh, being a part of? Um, Which episodes did we do that you guys were like commenting like fiends? Well, uh, it just so happens all the crazy, macabre, uh, weird, and dark shit is what you guys like to hear. So... As a man of the people, I'm going to give you what you want. I'm going to give you little bir- baby birds a little something, you know. Um, that's what we're doing tonight. I hope you I hope you are as hyped as I am about this fucking episode. And if you're not, you can go ahead and go to StrikeForceEnergy.com and pick up some fucking Strikeforce Energy. That's what I got in my little fucking solo cup. I know you were like, he's boozing again. This motherfucker's boozing again. Like, nope, not tonight, son. I got Strike Force energy because I want to be extra amped. I want to be extra clear, eloquent, and, uh, you know, uh, sophisticated for you, you fucking motherfuckers. All you baby birds out there waiting for me to shoot those brain ropes into your fucking mouth. Like you're, like, like you've been waiting for it. Your mouth agape. You're ready to go. You're like, oh, feed me, daddy. Feed me, daddy. Give me all your brain ropes. And then I'm like, I gave you all the fucking brain ropes. Your little, little baby bird heart desires. So go to Strike Force Energy, pick up some Strike Force, use code Evil Vibes. You get some money off, say about twenty five percent, I believe. I'm not sure. I think it's twenty or twenty five percent. Don't quote me on that. I'll put a link in the description. You can go pick some up. If you support this podcast, you support Strike Force Energy. You get fucking hyped and you listen to me. Now let's fucking go. We're reviewing. Uh, we're talking about book Demonology. All right. Took me a little bit to to get through it. To be honest, I had a hard as fuck time to read it um, because if I'll just I'll just give you a little bit of taste about how they how uh, they spoke back then in the uh, in the old tongue. And, and I'm gonna have a hard time reading this. There are four principal parts of the person of the conjurer and the action of the conjuration, the words, and words is written with extra E's and shit, and the rites used, spelled with V, instead of U-S-E-D. Um, where was I? Hmm. Used to that effect in the sprites, the spirites, are now con- now that are conjured, ye must first remember to lay the ground... That I told you before, which is that it has no power inherent in circles. If that sounds confusing, confusing, I put extra syllables on that. It's because it fucking is. So this thing took me a little bit to decipher because I didn't go to Amazon and pick up the one that's already been translated and fucking interpreted and shit. I had to read the one that uses different words for Satan. 
uh, and spells it all crazy. Like sometimes when they say devil, they say D-E-U-I-L-L with two L's and a U in there. And then sometimes they say D-E-U-L. And so it takes a little bit of time to get through this bitch. All right. Now, to give you a description of this book that I read, it's uh, it's the original, uninterpreted, unedited, unchanged um, version of demonology. This book is spelled D-A-E-M-O-N-O-L-O-G-I-E by King James I of England. All right, I'm going to give you a little bit. When, when I go through this episode, I'm going to give you a little bit of background. I'm going to give you a little bit of a little bit of taste about the kind of torture these fucking people endured because it was horrendous. All right, um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking uh, talk to you about what exactly caused uh, the witch hunts because King, whether you knew it or not, King James the First was the, was the fucking motherfucker responsible for for witch hunts from his time all the way until even uh, the 1700s, which is a fucking few hundred years ago. And his book, this book right here, the words in this book, and this is not bullshit, are the words that were used to fucking try and burn witches, uh, witches alive, quote unquote witches. These words, this, untranslated, these, this book exactly right here, which is uh, fucking crazy to think. I got chills running through my bones right now. <laughs> Holding this thing. It screams. At night, I put the book down, and it speaks to me. It's not just the fucking voices in my head. It's this book. It says, Pick me up and read me. You need to learn all about witches. And I'm like, come on, crazy book. I don't need to learn about my ex-wife. Come on. All right, let's fucking go. Let's get into this. And I got some notes. Now, if you know me and you know, uh, you know a little bit about how I write, it looks as if a child got hit over the head and then decided to learn how to fucking write after they already learned. If that's confusing, it's because I can barely read what I write. I'm fucking horrible when I'm writing. Um, but I understand it somehow. It's like uh, ancient uh, hieroglyphics that only I can read. It's like the Dead Sea Scrolls that only I can read. You know, sometimes I have to translate what I say or I write. And they'll look at this book in a hundred years and be like, this dude loved to draw dicks. His books are like a dick treasure chest. Um, and also, I don't understand a fucking word that he wrote. I think he said he said he... I can understand the numbers. There is some random stuff about people being killed in here. Um, evil spirits. And it, it, I, so as I go through this, I'm sorry if I fucking take a little bit of time to pause. I take a little bit of time to decipher my own words because I, again, like I said, I write like a child. But let's fucking get into it, all right? Now, to go back um, in the 1500s, there was... Uh, a king of king of Scotland. It was King James the Sixth. He was the king of Scotland. Um, he was married to a queen, the Elizabeth, uh, Queen Elizabeth the First of England. Or he wasn't married to her. Maybe he was. King James the the Sixth of Scotland went to went across the seas and picked up his wife Anne. 
Hold on one second. I'm already stuck. See? I'm already fucked up. I, I'm not prepared for this. I'm not prepared. I just, I'm trying to get where the fuck he was at when the whole fucking thing started and why he decided to write this. Again, like I said, while I am prepared for this episode, I've got notes all over the place. Should have organized before I talked about it. Anyway, okay, so... Uh, James picked up his his main bitch Anne, um, Anne. From uh, fuck, I don't have that written down. He was picking him up, picking him up, picking him up. Fucking Danish, no. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry for this, guys. I have it written down, and I didn't remember any of this. This is terrible already. He was getting his wife from he was getting his fucking wife from fucking some European country. All right, um. From, uh, fucking Denmark. Anne of Denmark. True story. Um, and he was, he was picking her up with a fucking, you know, a flotilla of boats. His boat was in the lead, going back to merry old England. Now, he, he understood and heard about the witchcraft within, uh, (laughs) Denmark! And there were witches over there. He he learned of a coven of witches. And he knew about the witches that inhabited his homeland. Um, and he, he was on the high seas going back to his homeland. And a coven of witches, he believed, cast a spell and a hex, a pox upon King James. Causing a, causing a storm brew that caused the winds and the currents to go fucking ape shit crazy. Alright? There were waves everywhere. It was tossing his uh, ship about to and fro. And like any bitch made fucking motherfucker. Um, he was he got back to shore and people were like, Whoa, dude, you see that fucking storm? Shit was fucking crazy. And he's like, Yeah, but it was crazy on my broke, bro. And they're like, No, dude, like, we, we King. Uh, we, we saw how how the waves were tossing and turning. We all got hit by this shit. And he's like, uh, no, my boat was way, my boat was way scarier. And they're like, dude, come on, man. I, I know you're king and everything. And like, I could say something to you that would cause me to be headed. But let's be honest, dude. It was rough. The seas were rough. And he's like, no, mine was way rougher. They're like, okay, whatever, dude. Like, we all fucking made it. We're fine. It was a little bit, it was a little bit tossy-turvy, and we're here. So, let's just calm down and go eat eat fucking tea time and shit. Let's get some crumpets and fucking, uh, stuff. So, anyway, he got back, and he swore that the fucking, uh, some witches, uh, combined from England and from fucking Denmark were, uh, you know, they had this, uh, through their covens, which is a witch coven, is a bunch of stinky old bitches that are just together talking about fucking Instagram and how, like, their husbands hate each other and shit. But anyway, they, they got together and they cast spells to make the fucking, the waves all crazy and shit. So James, his, uh, you know, he got, he thought it was, oh, they're trying to kill me. And everybody's like, dude, calm the fuck down. Weather happens. It's a real fucking thing that happens, uh, generally. And he's like, no, these were witches. 
They're out to get me. Everyone wants to kill me. Um, and so I'll give you a little bit of history about James. And you'll, you'll see this is a re- reoccurring theme uh, if I talk about it a lot. So the, James was very uh, paranoid about uh, witches, the occult, anything that was even religion. So James was a Protestant, um, which is a very uh, bland religion with no kind of like symbols or like, you know, like in the Catholic uh, Catholic religion, when there's a funeral, they have like the smoky thing. I don't know what it's called. Maybe if you know, comment below, but they have the the thing that they put smoke and incense in and then they wave it over the casket uh, during a funeral. So and then they have uh, like um, little symbols and, you know, things within their religion that that kind of uh, steer away from religion in the eyes of King James and how he believed uh, uh, a Christian or Protestant should be. So to him, it was all kind of witchcraft. Like every other religion, um, any religion with like a, a little like symbols, basically. And I'm not talking about the cross. I'm talking about like... Um, Maybe I can't say dolls. I'll say like little fuck. I can't knickknacks or some shit that represent Jesus or whatever. You know, to him, it's like these are like voodoo dolls. These are like uh, false prophets. These are something else because in and I'm don't fucking fry me in the fucking comments. I don't really know about most of these things, but it from what I learned about King James, he believed that other religions had too many other fucking distractors that took away from believing in Christ and God and all that stuff. So, um, he, when he started getting into what witchcraft is like, what are witches? What do they believe? What do they have? He started seeing a lot of, uh, symbols such as like voodoo dolls and he equated it to other religions and how they practice. So that's, uh, that's kind of what his belief when the whole thing. And if you look at King James, other than this witchcraft ship, because this is the main fucking witch slayer of all time, by the way. This is like his main claim to fame, although it's not the only thing he did. This is like one of the big things that if you look at King James, you'll find a lot of shit about him being a witch hunter. He's like, and, and still to this day, like, um, and it, which is weird to say, there's people that are uh, believe in witchcraft and they're Wiccans and all that shit. Maybe they're different things. I don't really know. I didn't get into that. But they look at King James to this day as the main motherfucker is like the big nasty boogeyman of witchcraft over the years because it it endured past his time. All right, continuing on. So, um, so as James gets back and he's like claiming that the witches cast this spell upon him because, Oh, I didn't even get into why he started to believe that, that everybody was out to get him. So he, when he was born, his dad, um, dad, I think his dad was, uh, beaten to death, uh, before he was born. Uh, so like in the time that his, his mother was caring, his mother, his dad was like fucking killed. And then his wife or not his wife, his mother, after he was born, and he's, mind you, he's the prince at this point of Scotland. Um, his mother is sent to jail and imprisoned for, I, I don't know the exact reason, but his, his mother was pri- imprisoned and it doesn't matter. She was in prison and she died there. So as a young man, uh, even the age of 12, he had no parents. And so he was looked after by um, 
caretakers, essentially, until he was of age to take the throne. Um, during that time, there was many assassination attempts on the, the caretakers for him and even himself. Um, and so he had two caretakers that were killed. Um, and so he's his whole like childhood is marked with death and it's people that are around him. People are trying to kill him. Eventually, there was a someone in his, I think, in his council that tried to assassinate him and he held the guy down, beat the shit out of him. Um, and this is when he's already taken the throne. He's uh, he's beat the shit out of him, held him down. And so the guards got him and took the dude away. And so this dude's already dealing with a lot of fucking people trying to kill him as a king, um, as a young king. And he takes the throne and eventually like he looks at he's very suspicious of everybody that's trying to that's around him. He doesn't really like he's very like uh, paranoid about people in general and just people that are close to him. So he keeps his distance from people and he starts claiming wild shit like, oh, like all of these people are witches. They're trying to kill me. Everybody out here is a fucking witch, warlock, a fucking spirit, a sprite, a fucking whatever. No shit. This whole book is based on what demons are, how to fucking identify them and how to fucking uh, try them. It's like a book of, it's a small book. This book with the illustrations, because this has some weird illustrations that have nothing to do with the actual book, is 113 pages, which is small, but it's three books in one. And it's basically, first book, how do I identify, I don't know the exact order of this because it's hard to fucking understand, mind you. For, it's like, how to identify witches, spirits, evil fucking things, Satan, how they how they work together, what they do. Then how to try them and how to execute them. It's the it's the full gambit. It's the fucking it's the uh, I would say Bible of finding and hunting witches and executing them. Um. So because he has is just marked with death his whole fucking existence so far from a, a fucking infant to juvenile before he was born to the time he was king. People trying to assassinate him left and right. Um, he, as you can imagine, he's very cautious of people. He's very cautious of anybody who's in his court. And, um, and he starts to believe that anybody out to get him, like how, why did he believe that witches are out to get him? Well, he learned about these, this coven of witches in, in Denmark and in, uh, Scotland and England. And he, um, with the storm, he's like, the only way this could happen is through witches trying to kill me because everybody's trying to kill me. Everyone's trying to kill me. You know, I get suspicious, too, from time to time on fucking the weather. I think witches. Is this is this something a brew for my ex-wife? <laughs> Past loves, maybe? They're angry with me? A recent love? Is they casting spells and making it rain? Getting my blue suede shoes all a wreck? I can't wear those blue suede shoes out there when I'm trying to fucking bust a move out in Arkansas. No, so the dude is very cautious of people, as I have said, as I have fucking delivered to your ear holes. Um, and so when he's, um, when he is going through this as the king, he's like, there are fucking witches. And everybody's like, we can't speak of that because God will smite us. We can't even say the words. He's like, nah, nah, son, fuck that shit. We're going to fucking speak about it. We need to speak about it, you know? See some. He was like the fucking, uh, the man who said, see something, say something. And everybody's like, oh, I don't want to get in any trouble. 
I don't want to speak uh, speak on that, you know? Let's just forget about it. He's the first person that's the fucking first neighborhood watching. He's like, we can't just let this shit go. We, we see something, we got to say something. And I see that there's fucking witches casting spells. You know, they put a pox on me. A pox on the phony king of England. You know, they're trying to get him through waves and shit. It's fucking nuts. But um, the dude, he's basically like, we cannot do that. We cannot just sit idly by and not say something if there's fucking witches. If you see a witch, you gotta fucking call a, call a witch a witch. You know, you can't let people just for, go like, well, that person's probably a witch, but I'm not gonna say anything. You gotta, I gotta fucking say something. You know, now I'm talking about witches. There's a goddamn fly in here that's been pestering me. Ugh. I'm gonna get into why I think somebody cursed me here a little bit earlier, or a little bit later in this episode. But I want to get through the meat and potatoes of this fucking thing since he's from Scotland. You know, you know, they like the meat and potatoes. So because of this, King James says, fuck you bitches. I'm going to write a whole fucking book about it. I'm going to call it demonology. The definite demonology is the study of demons, of evil spirits, the belief in demons, a doctrine of evil spirits, a catalog of enemies. That's what that shit is. That's what the even though it's spelled all funky and it has extra syllables and extra words, this book right here is the guide that was still used hundreds of years later to fucking find, fix, and finish fucking witches, dude. You know, lots of fucking people died because of this book. It feels hot when I touch it. I love it. This is going this is going on my fucking bookshelf. Uh, because it's mine first off I bought the shit for $5.99 on fucking Amazon Isn't that a weird thing to think about This book has killed a sh- killed fucking 200,000 plus people This fucking book right here The words inside of it For being witches Like falsely killed <laughs> My, A lot of those people may have been witches But a lot more of those people were not fucking witches They were just killed because somebody said Gertrude's a witch <laughs> Like they're like Burn her! Burn her at the stake! Um. Lost my train of thought. But anyway, the, uh, you know, this, uh, James wrote this book because he knew there was a problem. There was witches. And he needed to get rid 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 of them. But he couldn't just go around saying, you're a witch. He needed a way to fucking identify them. And so he went around interviewing people, finding out about witches from fucking people that have seen weird things, making it acceptable to fucking say something, you know, finding out about them, capturing potential witches and interviewing them himself as judge, jury, and executioner. Maybe not the executioner, he had other people do that for him, but he would interview these people and use their words to find out about witches. Now, it wasn't always that simple. Because let's just say you get accused of being a witch. You're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm totally a witch. I cast spells. No. You want to try to assassinate the king of fucking Scotland or England. Um, You gotta, you gotta fucking torture him first. Because no one's going to say shit to you. And that's exactly what this motherfucker would do. He would put them in fucking prison. 
He would put them in the dungeon and he would torture them and tell and continuously have them interviewed and interrogated until they confessed to whatever the fuck he wanted. You know, it's not so much the, uh, the I'm going to torture you. You're going to tell me it's a lot of the interrogation. And to this day, I assume is I don't give a fuck about you. You're going to tell me what I want because I'm going to get your family. And then everybody suffers because you won't say what the fuck. You won't tell me what I want to hear. All right. So um, eventually, uh, you know, James VI of Scotland becomes James I of England because Elizabeth, Queen Elizabeth, uh, ends up dying. And so he takes the throne. He, He becomes the King of England. Oh, the King of England. Now, for all you, for everybody that's an English listener, I'm sorry, or anybody that's knowledgeable about the the uh, you know, matriarchy, patriarchy, whatever the fuck you want to call it, the Kingdom of England. I'm sorry if I'm butchering it. I'm just trying to get to the meat and potatoes of this whole thing, which is killing witches. All right. So, why? Let's get into why he he wrote this. I, I may have spoke on this, but the reason he he wrote this book is he wanted to find out where like what witches are, how to identify them just by seeing them. Like how do you identify anybody as witches? What are they doing? Um he also wanted to make it so that we that people could acknowledge that witches exist. You know, because like I said before, it, it was taboo to even talk about because they believe that you it's it's like anti-religious to ta- to acknowledge the fact there were witches because that goes against the word of god all right so they wouldn't even speak of it because they believe that they would cause uh you know just by mentioning it it would be um it would go against god it would it would cause trouble in their life you know, um, it was not religious to speak of. There's no way this could happen. There's many reasons why they these people could not uh, say or feel acceptable to, to say, like, tell that they thought this person was a witch. Which may have saved a shit ton of people. Because if people were just saying, like, everybody's witches back then or is it acceptable, everybody would be a witch. It's kind of like today. You look at Facebook and the, the fucking, the terror that you might have been exposed to extremists or people are like hitting a button saying, I know an extremist. It's kind of like that. It's like today's witch hunt. (laughs) If you think about it, that's fucking odd. You can just say that somebody's an extremist and then Facebook goes, you may still have time to be saved, Jeremy. (laughs) You may, you were, you were fucking introduced to extremist material. And then I respond. Yeah. Anything on Facebook, Facebook. (laughs) I was exposed to all this stuff. Because I'm a member of Facebook, and it's Facebook that's the person that's the entity that's the extremist. No one else. God damn, they're trying to stoke fear. Like, this this thing I'm talking about is so relatable to today. It's a modern-day witch hunt of everybody's an extremist. Except for the fucking organization that's saying everybody's an extremist. Maybe you're pushing fear in everybody else's fucking hearts. Sowing discourse... And discord and all kinds of chords in fucking people's hearts and minds. You're causing the problem. 
You are effectively King James the first. That's what you are. Facebook. Tell me I'm wrong. You believe that shit? If you've been labeled as a fucking extremist, comment below and like this fucking thing. Let me know in the comments of whatever you're looking at. Were you labeled as that or did you see any of this extremist shit? I'm kind of worried because I never got that notification. Might be because I don't go on Facebook that much. But I didn't get anything. I saw fucking gifts of cats on Facebook. I send photos to my mother. Put me a drink, clear my schedule. I'm a FaceTime with my mom tonight. All right, so he wanted, he wrote this book because he wanted to identify, have a clear, concise uh, guide on how to identify witches so that everybody knew this is what witches are. The problem with it is, I can barely read the fucking book, so I don't know what I'm looking for, but worse, back then, barely anybody was literate. That's why this, in the eyes of fucking, of people in general, is such an impressive work, because barely anybody was literate, literate back then. That's why I think all the letters and shit are funky, um, but barely anybody was literate. It was like um, the really well-off king... Um, a lot of times the Kings weren't literate, but the impressive part about it is he was literate and he could put out a message. This is actually like one of the, one of the, uh, most, uh, like a really great work when it comes to literature, even though, and and it's basically like how it was written during the time, what it covers, the structure of it, the fact that he could, uh, take characters and put them in a book. Like they're having a conversation about what they're looking for. So essentially like, like a, a question answer like a frequently asked question. And it was like through the eyes of two characters that were, uh, that were, uh, he made up and had them have a discussion so that people could follow along. And I, you know, uh, be related. It could be relatable and they could picture the whole situation and be like, Oh yeah, that's what a, a witch is. So basically one person knew all about witches, what to look for. And then the other person was like asking questions like, well, what about this? And what about that? And blah, blah, blah. And the other person was answering the questions. Um, so it's labeled as a great works, one of the great works of history. And it's a lot of people in the occult have this book and they, they read it and shit in the occult, uh, people that like, like books in the occult or whatever. It, the book, uh, was designed or the stories were designed to show people that witches exist and how to identify them and how to try them and how to punish them. All right. Uh, I had things like necromancy in there. Like what is necromancy? What is a witch? What is a warlock? What are evil spirits? What are demons? How does Satan work with them? Um, how do they cast their spells? Uh, what they try to do? What's a coven? Like basically everything that has to do with witchcraft he has in this book in these 120 pages. So odd, some odd pages. Um, but this book, once it was complete... It it sparked the uh, North Berwick witch trials, which is uh, is uh, one of the is literally one of the first uh, witch trials of history. It was when they actually like went after uh, paganist people, um, women that were just accused, um, and through these witch trials, which lasted for essentially three years, fifteen ninety to fifteen ninety two. Go check my math. A um, hundred people were killed. And burned at the stake for being witches. This was not just uh, women. This was men too. They lumped everybody in as witches during that time. 
Um, and during this time, um, using his guide that he he built, he like or this book, Demonology, he uses as the main um, main book to identify these people, uh, try them, and then execute them. Um, and so, a hundred people were killed during that time. This was effectively the first witch hunt in history. Um, and so, yeah. There was no law about this at the time, but by the end of this whole thing and after years of identifying, and I'm sure there were some killed, uh, still like captured, tortured, all that stuff for information. Uh, but in 1604, a law was put in place um, that in England, when King James I now at this point, he had in law that if you were uh, casting spells, you were a witch or fucking lightning bolts. Um, shooting magic missiles and fucking, you know, doing all kinds of witchcraft shit. If you were tried and, and you know, uh, you were guilty of the crimes of witchcraft or witchery, you were put to death. There was no other punishment. There was no, um, you're going to rot in this prison cell. Um, it, it was, if you're found guilty of witchcraft in any sort, talking about it, uh, being a witch, put to death. Put to fucking death, all right? Um, you know, one of the the main things that uh, King King Jimmy, King Jimmy the first, that he focused on was a lot of like, how are these bitches, witches, uh, how how do they gain their magic powers, and what is their relationship with Azazel? who is also known as Satan. Azazel might be his fucking DJ name. Who fucking knows? But he lo- he focused on that uh, when learning about the witches. Um, you know, it, it, Azazel, uh, you know, his main thing was he's teaching, uh, teaching man the art of war and women witchcraft. So he would give these men that were, uh, had a relationship with him in some way, um, you know, how to become savage motherfuckers and the witches are the bitches to become witches. So that's what his role was. That's how their relationship uh, was looked at. You know, and then... Um, I got a note here. 1590, Elizabeth I dies. King James the Sixth of Scotland becomes a king. So let's go back to the other times. He was doing the witch trials, the North Berwick witch trials between nine, uh, 1590 and nine, uh, 1590, the year of Queen Elizabeth's death. So he would have been um, King James the first, uh, King Jimmy the first of England. Um, and he just went full, he went whole hog on this fucking witchcraft shit. He was like, I'm king. I'm king of fucking England. You're all going to die. Yeah, see, I had it out of order, so I have this part right here. It's kind of starting at the beginning. How did how did he get so crazy about witches? He returned from Denmark, as I said, with his with his wife Anne Storm. He blames the witches uh, that they tried to kill him through a storm. You know, his mother was beheaded in prison. His dad assassinated, orphaned. Two attempts to assassinate Nate. Two attempts to assassinate him as a teen. No wonder he's edgy. He's got a little bit of edge on him. 
which is believed to be the allies of Satan. You know, they have had a pact with Satan, sold their souls to him. Um, thousands of people in Europe, his his little event, let me get some strike force. I got to get fucking amped up because this shit's about to be a fucking wild, all right? This is where the weird. This is where the real murder and mayhem takes place. So, after these trials and dur- through them and after them, in between, till the law was enacted, thousands of people were sent to their death because of the fucking storm. Thousands, all right, and that's just a drop of the bucket compared to how many, how many people that were fucking killed uh, from him just being fucking like you're a witch and people just saying this person's a witch, you know, people being, uh, you know, just claiming their neighbors are into witchcraft and shit and they're just fucking xing them. So in Europe during this time, they had a forest of stakes, and you could look at um, Vlad the Impaler. It was very much similar to that. You know, basically when they they executed this next series of witches, it was basically they describe it as a forest of stakes. So just stakes everywhere, putting people, women, impaling them on stakes and burning those stakes as those people are screaming. And you can hear just the wails of all of these fucking people, mass execution through fire and uh, misery. Um, they, much like. And I'll equate it to today, like um, how they looked at it. It's like the war on drugs, essentially. But they they deem this the war on satanic terror. So you can look at the 80s, 90s, the satanic panic, the time when, like, you know, all the parents were worried about their kids who listened to heavy metal and they were like, uh, you know, you know, uh, Satan worshipers and shit. There was a lot of that going on. And that's, that was deemed the satanic panic. I'm not exactly sure on the actual dates of that, but it's kind of the same thing. It's like the war on satanic terror, much like the drug war. It's just a, it's essentially like by even having an, like a little fucking idol or a symbol or weird shit happening, like people being injured around others. It's, it's, it was looked at, through the law as a thought crime. So you could look at today's shit with what's going on in society. Just to think a certain way is starting to lean towards thought crimes. Like you can get in trouble for thinking certain things or believing certain things, which is very un-American if you look at it. Uh, And I'm talking about just today's society in America, like the stuff that's kind of happening where like getting rid of free, like free speech is now a bad thing in a sense. And like, um, you know, there's talk about the first amendment and how everything's up for fucking change and shit like that. It's all very dangerous. And it goes back to like, you know, you can look at people talking about Nazi Germany and all that stuff, but let's go further back and just talk about the fact that the, these people were being executed because they were believed to be witches or in witchcraft or, uh, deals with the devil and there's no proof of this other than somebody said they were there but the the fact that they believed or they mentioned that they were fucking witches or they said cast some spells with whatever's like that's basically a thought crime and in fucking in 1600 15 late 1500 and 1600s on the 1700s you can't even think about this shit if they knew you thought about it like if you had witchcraft paraphernalia 
You basically were thinking about thought crime. You go to fucking, you go to death, you know, and this is, you know, not, and there's a time where not all witches are fucking bad. They're not all labeled bad because there were some white witches, essentially. I'm not talking about like uh, Chronicles of Narnia shit. They, they looked at people with the healing arts as white witches, and those were acceptable at one point, at one point. And those were more religious line, you know, with the, the pistol or pistol and the, the fucking whatever the fucking thing is, they mashing up herbs and shit and using it for fucking things. And then they're uh, saying some words to heal people. Those were those, the people that were doing that, although they had a good sort of magic, they eventually were de- labeled witches all together lumped in and it, they didn't care. Um, this went on, this went on further, further, because the the witches with healing magic were good event, good initially, and then they were labeled bad and lumped in together. Uh, the church made the church, and I'm talking about the Protestant church, which became the the prevalent fucking uh, church over Catholicism and fucking Christianity. Um, they made no distinction between good and bad mid- magic, good bad midgets, all these midgets everywhere, just running around casting spells. <laughs> um, they na- they made no distinction between good and bad magic. Uh, good and evil are the same when it comes to magic because they still are in t- in touch with some other force. If you're not, if you, God's not going to give you magic powers, and so therefore you have a deal with the devil, whether or not it's good or bad. You're still fucking. You're evil in your core and you're going to burn like that's how it was all right i could only imagine as they're getting burned everybody's going this little light of mine i'm gonna let it shine oh let it shine let it shine let it shine and all the witches are screaming and shit god damn it fucking let me burn i hate that song you're singing out of fucking tune that's all they cared about. They didn't care about the fact they were burning alive. They just cared about everybody was singing this little light of mine. Out of tune. <laughs> or maybe that was just me. So the uh, eventually they got so hot and heavy in this fucking witch. You know, mind you, people are fucking dying left and right from fucking witchcraft. It's getting fucking. They're getting balls deep up in witchcraft. Killing them. Just Xing them off. Just fucking, you're a witch. Goodbye. No, that's the fucking jury. Like she said, you're a witch. Goodbye. Um, a notable character within this whole fucking story is this this lovely lady called Agnes Sampson. Um, and she was accused of being a witch and was brought in before King James. And he did his little thing where he was like, "Hey, tell me about being a witch. You stink like a witch." If you smell like a witch and you look like a witch, you must be a witch. And so Agnes Sampson um, <clears throat> kept saying, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, he was like, you're a fucking witch. And she's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, but yes, you are. And she's like, uh, but no, I'm not. And he, it, it went on for a while. And eventually he's like, well, you're going to fucking tell me you're a witch because this motherfucker told me you're a witch. You look like a witch. Uh, you're a handmaiden or some shit. You fucking tend the, the tulips. And I think you're a witch, so tell me about being a witch. This is kind of how the, the trend went. Is like, 
they just were accusing and wanting to say that all of these people were witches. Now, Agnes Sampson is different because this was kind of like sparked where uh, King James was like, oh, fuck, maybe I fucked up with all this. Everybody's a witch thing. Because as he's going through and he's like interrogating her and she's not fucking giving, she's like, no, I'm not a fucking witch. Um, they would... Uh, give, you know, they would, Agnes would, they would have sleep deprive her. They would torture her in many ways. Um, and then she would, they would just do this. And it was, I think it was like three days of fucking sleep deprivation, never letting her sleep. Guards were working in shifts just so they could fucking, they could sleep, but she couldn't sleep and just keep on torturing her until three days later. She's like, what do you want me to fucking confess to? And he's like, confess that you're a witch. And she's like, okay, I'm a fucking witch. Could you kill me now? Um, and so this is kind of like the deal. They were just fucking torturing people and making them confess whatever they wanted to say. Um, so then he gets into it. He's like, okay, you're a witch. What did you... Uh, what, tell me what you did that got you in this place. And she goes, I hung a black toad by the heel for three days, collect the venom in, in, in an oyster shell to obtain a piece... to obtain a piece of your linen... So oh, let me go back. So she basically confessed that she was making uh, poison and she was going to go and grab a fucking piece of King Jimmy's fucking uh, clothes and then put the venom in the clothes and, and in the, the, the oyster shell to bewitch him or uh, put a hex on him or cat, you know, like make poison him slowly without actually poisoning him. So that's kind of what um, um, he he wrote in this paper, which was like the pre, uh, essentially like what everybody knew. What the, I I think it's either what this used to be called or what um, he described to the world, which was a piece of was a a fucking newspaper essentially called News from Scotland, and um, in which he details how Agnes admitted to this. She was part of and uh, she was a part of coven of two hundred witches. And they were serving Satan. So that's uh, that's how he let the world know. And that kind of like really fucking amped up everything. And that goes into the fucking Salem witch trials years later. Um, and so he, he eventually is like, wait a second. We just beat the fuck out of you forever. And you're just saying exactly what I'm saying. You're repeating what I'm saying. He's like, he's like, tell me you hung a toad for three days and put and captured the venom from the, the toad. And she's like. I totally hung a fucking toad by his heels and what? And he's like, and captured the venom in an oyster shell. And she's like, and captured the venom in an oyster shell. Um, and he's like, I don't believe you. I think you're just fucking copying me. And she's like, uh, yes. <laughs> and, um, no, but she goes on and, and tells him, Oh, you want me to prove it? Because I'm ready to die. You just beat the fuck out of me for three days and you didn't let me sleep. And I don't give a fuck about life anymore. Um, she she went and said, come here, sir. And like he came close to her and he whispered. She whispered in his ear something intimate in detail about his uh, marriage, something that's, you know, something from his betrothed, something that she said to him. And I, they don't describe what it was, but he she said something to King James that could only be that could only prove that she was a witch. How the fuck would she know? Well, if you get into history about fucking marriages and especially royal marriages, society was way more open today about 
you know, marriages and like people just knew what was fucking happening. So all the handmaidens and shit around would hear what was said and then that would be passed on and people would just know they were all busybodies. It's like a giant HOA just fucking, God damn it, I'm mad now. I just said the word. No, everybody would know what was going on with people's marriages, especially royalty. So it's it's possible, they say it's possible that the words were passed on to um, to Agnes about what was said and she just used it as like a way to prove it because she was so fucked up at this point and it's just like yeah yeah I guess I am a witch I do have a pack of state and there's 200 witches out here we're all trying to kill you that's kind of what happened essentially it's not that she really had a fucking pack with Satan she just she just was tired of the fucking bullshit so um, she made James believe her and so she was burned alive and um, and this this marked the beginning of the fucking uh, the fucking full Monty of fucking witch killing. All right, they, they, with within a certain amount of time, right after this, he was like, "Oh shit, this shit's real, dog. It's more real than real." And they went and fucking executed twenty five hundred witches, and not just women, men and women, anybody that was accused. Accused. They were burned and hanged. They were hanged and burned. They were burned while hanged and hanged while burned. Um, and while they're doing this, while they're torturing each other, they're all fucking pointing fingers at everybody. And everybody's just like, fuck, that's a witch. That's a witch. And everybody's just fucking falsely incriminating each other because they're trying to get out of this shit. They're just like, they're like trapped. They're like an animal in the corner. And they're just like, fuck this. Jeff's a fucking witch. And like, they went and go, oh yeah. They'd go to Jeff. And be like, hey, who else is witches? And he goes, oh, fucking, fucking Kyle's punching drywall over there. He must be a witch. And then, <laughs> like, they're just all fucking saying that everybody's witches. Everybody's a fuck witch. So they ended up killing 2,500 fucking plus people with a very short trial. Just them asking and so many fucking people. The clergy's involved in this. And they're just fucking killing fucking Catholics, Christians, fucking <laughs> just killing everybody. Because they're just like, fuck all these witches. Everyone's trying to kill me. James, at this point, his paranoia is at a fucking, a fucking high. It's palpable. His fucking paranoia is palpable. He's drowning in paranoia at this point. He's like, all these fucking people are trying to kill me. You know? So one of these uh, notable figures during this time, this lady, this fine lady named Margaret Aiken. Oh, Margaret, she's labeled as a witch during a uh, false incrimination. She's like, oh, she's a witch. And to get out of it, um, she she be, she like goes, I know exactly what to look for witches. And this is the kind of shit that James just fucking loves. All right. He's just like, oh, shit, you're a witch. And hell, yeah, you could tell me what the fuck these people are doing. What do these witches look like? This will be easy. I don't even have to reference my guide. Fucking bring it, bitch. And, um. You know, she starts fucking identifying people and identifying people and go, yes, no, yes, no. And she's just fucking, fucking doing this. Now they get a little fucking hair up their ass and they're like, let's run people that we already ran through and see how they see. Let's just double check, double check her work and see if she's actually able to fucking identify. So hundreds of fucking people go through and then they do this. They switch in every so often. They take somebody, put them at the beginning of the line and they, they switch their clothes out and come through well at some point along the line she misidentified or she didn't know she already identified as somebody as a witch and then as that person goes back through she's like oh yeah she's not a witch doesn't mark her forehead they use a little bit of ash on the thumb and mark the witches and um and so that was that they were like holy fuck this whole thing 
could be fucked up. Like, we might be fucking this shit up. Is it possible we're fucking this up? Second-guessing themselves. People are starting to be unsure about the whole thing. Um, you know, and then that's when uh, James... Uh, he this this is referred to as the witch hunter's handbook, and so this is when it was finalized through all of this data that he's captured over the years, and how to identify people, what to avoid with things, um, and how to try them. All the shit I've been talking about. Um, he finalizes it and publishes it, and um, and so there there you have it. This is like this book right here is the is the fucking executioner's guide to witch hunt. Um. So him create him writing this book, finalizing it and publishing it um, years later after all this shit. It's uh, it, this is what led to the death of a lot of people. It's fucking crazy. So I'll touch again on um, the. The uh, Catholics, because they started getting it too. like he started executing Catholics and. Because the, um, like he started viewing Catholics dancing with witchcraft because of their ceremonies and the things they do. It resembled very much the things that he viewed Catholicism as was like dancing with witchcraft in the terms of like the way that they like voodoo dolls and shit like that is very similar to what he viewed. I'm not saying that this is what Catholicism is for anybody. Don't get mad at me, whatever. I'm just, I'm just fucking, I'm the middleman here. He viewed Catholicism as very much like that because of similarities, like really heavy similarities in their ceremonies and fucking items and relics that they had. So to him, and they appeared to associate with each other. And so therefore, fair game. Everybody's fucking getting it. In, in King James, King Jimmy's world, everybody's a fucking witch. They're all getting it. Everybody's trying to kill him. You know, and at some point, he's executing all these people. It kind of became true. Like Manifest Destiny... Talk about Manifest Destiny. He's fucking killing everybody. And family members are getting pissed off. And they now they're picking up witchcraft. So maybe all these people were witches. Um, witchcraft uh, was, aside from being like uh, a thought crime, it was, not only a, it was not only a crime of the mind, it was also labeled as terrorism. And, and they didn't have terrorism back there. But if you could equate it to anything, it's kind of like he viewed it as terrorism of... You know, just he viewed it as terrorism. So the way that people look at terrorists today is way the way that a lot of people looked at witches back in in the 1500s through the 1700s. You know, it kind of fizzled out in the 1700s, and then you know, while it did endure and people were still practicing witchcraft even to this day, it's kind of got less of a stigma about it. You know, eventually, uh, how they started, you know, in. James started divvying out some responsibilities in this whole thing because he was he was saying a lot of people were witches. He was the main fucking judge and jury of the whole thing. And so he had to, you know, he had to delegate down. And so some of the chief witnesses and fucking prosecutors of this time were uh, were uh, earls and the leaders within the the the, you know, the government, the, you know, loose term government back then. Um, and so they were just the witnesses. They were saying, yep, uh, Susie Q, the one we kill, uh, Susie Q, which number 6,052. She said that about this lady and she, she was doing, she was fucking, you know, she was making Fabergé eggs in her basement. They must have something to do with it. 
I saw her fucking say, God damn it, she's a witch. So when they were doing when and this was like the initial uses by other people to find, try and and uh, prosecute and execute uh, witches abroad. So they were using this handbook. They were using the fucking witch hunter handbook um, to as like a very strict guide on how to do this. So if if it didn't match, they would didn't hit all the identifiers within this book. I don't know how they fucking read it or understood it. I had a hard time reading it and understanding it. Um, then they were either guilty or not guilty. And then they were tried accordingly. Um, as this was going on, King James is killing a lot of motherfuckers and he's feeling good about himself. He's like, I'm finding all these fucking witches. See, I told you there were so many witches. You're all witches. I'm the fucking man. I'm the fucking king witch hunter. Call me the witcher, baby. And he he starts to view himself as um, mightier than human. He views him as the main himself as the main opponent of Satan, like a, a fucking biblical war. He was a he was the man that was going to take Satan down. He was the uh, he was going to go against Satan, and he was going to win, and he was going to do it through all of the uh, Satan's disciples that he believed. That's what. He believed and he viewed himself as by the end of this whole fucking thing until he started questioning himself. So um, during this time, science is like something that had it's it's almost been viewed as witchcraft up until this point. Like people like astronomers and whatever. He writes about that in the book and he goes, while it's a necessary thing and it's important to society to know about stars and and things out there. Uh, it could be witches. <laughs> Just fucking full up. Be like, oh yeah, these people are important, but let's fucking kill them. So over time, science, it's undeniable. It's, uh, you know, it's starting to become, it's coming into uh, its own existence, its own, it's got its own wings um, and it's becoming a, more prevalent in society. People are starting to understand science. And so because of that, James starts looking at things like, Fuck, this is how it happens? This is why I get a boner in the morning? I thought that was witchcraft, you know? So uh, things are starting to become more obvious about how the world works, how things work. Um, And he starts questioning himself in a big way. Um, And by the end of his life, he was like, he fully was aware that he might have fucked up. Um. And he eventually confesses before his death in 1625 that he might have fucked up to a bunch of people. And uh, that's that. Too late. Uh, (laughs) Too bad. So sad. I'm dead. Ah, And fucking croaks. Um, It's kind of fucked up. Not kind of fucked up. A lot of people lost their life. Like over 200 fucking thousand people because of King James. Because of a storm. Because he was fucking like, no, bro, it's fucking super scary on a boat. So, um, Salem Witch Trials, they use demonology as their guide to identify, uh, try, and execute witches. Um, the, the, if you didn't know, the uh, Salem Witch Trials uh, took place between 1692 and, and 1693. It was... Uh, about a year, and they killed how many people? 
think they killed 18 people. 18 people or so, men and women, through that time. Uh, but that's another subject in its in its own thing. And and you you can go and and research the Salem witch trials just to just understand that this is a fucking evil book. And not because of the words, but because of what happened because of this book. There's a lot of books out there that people view as good that have caused all kinds of murder and mayhem. I won't say that this book has uh, killed the most people in history, but it's killed a good, good lot. It's killed a fucking city's worth of people like over its time. And I'm sure they like, not, maybe not today, but very recent, it's been fucking used to kill people, execute people, call them witches. I say like for all the witches out there, just be happy you live in this time, you know? It's it's fucking crazy, uh, and and I hope you learned something at least through my rambling, mumbling, and nonsense. I sure did. At first, I learned that it's it's super hard to read. You know, it's very hard to read. Not not like easy one bit. Um, there's abbreviations that he they fucking used to use like V's for U's and shit throw on E's and weird, weird places. The same, uh, same, uh, entity like Satan is described in 20 different ways. Essentially. Um, he speaks on magicians, devils, spirits, sprites, um, succubi, incubi. And those are two interesting, uh, uh, interesting devils. Um, Like extra words like feigned, F E I G H N E. Like here, for example, he uses devil in D E U I L L E and then calls him again, Satan, Beelzebub, and Lucifer. And he describes them as different, but Satan is Satan. There's like, a, there's a whole, you talking about necromancers. You know, necromancers are basically wizards or warlocks that are in touch with the dead. Essentially, they're like, Miss Cleo, don't you know? It's like that. That's a, that's a, you know, they, the fucking, uh, you want to talk to your dead relative, come on my TV show and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a sense that there's a, there's someone that knows a Jeffrey out here. Is there someone who knows a Jeffrey? And then somebody's like, I know a Jeffrey. There's like five people. He's like, uh. Does Jeffrey have blue eyes? It's like, oh, my Jeffrey has blue eyes. It's like, like <laughs> what's that thing where you flip the things? But like, yeah, you, you flip the tiles down. Guess who? It's like a big giant game of guess who. It's like, oh, Jeffrey wants to tell you he loves you. He misses you very much. And the guy's like, fuck, Jeffrey was my fucking cat. How did you know? <laughs> like, oh, Jeffrey said he's having fun playing with mice. And he's got plenty of catnip and cat heaven. <laughs> like, you know, it's like that. It's kind of like that. This whole fucking thing is kind of like that. Um, yeah. The uh, so to summarize this, uh, between fifteen the fifteen hundreds and the seventeen hundreds, undisclosed amount of time, because I'm sure there was a little bit left and a little bit right on this. Uh, Two hundred thousand plus people fucking died, suspected of witchcraft, executed. You know, so. I want to uh, I want to confess my uh, appreciation for King James and giving me this podcast episode. Uh, 
And uh, I'd like to sing him a little song at this time, and it'll totally fucking make it up. But, you know, if you'd like to listen, here we go. Oh, King James, you got a sexy witch killing body. I'm gonna admit that this isn't completely made up because I wrote down a few lyrics for you. Oh, James, you got a sexy witch killing body. If killing witches was your hobby, I'm sure you'd go to Hobby Lobby to get your witch killing supplies at a discounted price. You know you got them witch killing abs of voodoo steel. I could make your nachos in my microwave for your last meal. You know witches rhyme with bitches so you know that it's true. And everything you do, you do it for you. Oh James, you're a witch hunter carpet muncher. <laughs> If you're a Catholic or a witch, your time is through. I saw you shooting your witch hunting goo. I was trying to find a lyric. I was like, he was born in 1562 to rhyme with that. Born in 1566. You got a mean, hairy witch hunting dick. Goes on a conquest to kill some fuckers. Protestant king shoots his religious coup. All right, I'm going to edit it. It's getting fucking weird. I wish I was drinking for you guys because then I would make up a great song, but I didn't make up shit. just want to talk about his witch hunting apps. They're fucking glistening in the sun. Oh, God, I love it when he fucking executes witch. All of the witch blood runs down his body, glistens in the sun, rubs it in, all smooth and sexy. Okay, guys, I'm going to end it here. I hope you enjoyed this uh, this book review of demonology. I hope you, you learned a little bit, or if you didn't learn anything, I hope you had a good time, okay? I had a great time. I had a great sober time. It was fantastic. I'm being, I'm trying to be a little bit healthier. You know, maybe I keep it to the weekends. I keep it fucking fresh, funky, and, and free of alcohol at times. I just want to be, I want to be coherent for you guys. I want to be able to tell you that you can go to Uncana. And uh, use a code uh, VIOPRO at checkout and get some fucking CBD at a discounted price. All right. I want to tell you about Logan over at Ping Pong Tactical. Go there. Use VIOPRO at checkout. That's V-I-O-P-R-O. And get 15% off of your fucking holsters. You know, he gives, he makes them hot and fresh for you per the order. That's fucking amazing. He'll make you a special uh, violent professional holster. He's got the fucking ability to do that. If you like this episode, you want a holster to put stuff in, you can go get that. He's got all kinds of patterns you should check out. Um, but also, uh, I'd like to thank Strike Force Energy for fucking making some wicked, wicked fucking fine energy drink that I could just sit on my counter, use the pop top. Um, and I also use my code there, VioPro at checkout, and I get fucking, or Evil Vibes. Evil Vibes. And I get some money off and I get fucking strike force and it supports this podcast. So I want to thank all my sp- fine sponsors. I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank King Jimmy the first for fucking killing all these fucking witches needlessly and unnecessarily uh, because without him, what the fuck would I talk about tonight or on this episode? And with that, I uh, thank you. I'll see you next time. Bye bye.